Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. The first verses of Hosea 14 read, O Israel, return unto the Lord thy God, for thou hast fallen by thine iniquity. Take with you words and turn to the Lord. Say unto him, Take away all iniquity, and receive us graciously, so will we render the calves of our lips. It was Hosea's lot in life to be a prophet of God at a time when Israel was near the climax of a long, gradual, downward slide, deeper and deeper into idolatry and rebellion against the Lord. His book is like two streams flowing together. One stream is a crystal water of divine love and the utter and beautiful longing call to repentance. This chapter concludes his message, and it ends with the passion you would expect. Thou hast fallen by thine iniquity. That is the lesson all of Israel's history taught. There has never been another nation so carefully chosen by God, nursed into existence, blessed with holy laws and lofty moral code, having a government set up by direct inspiration from heaven and promised peace and prosperity, if only it would serve the Lord. God's requirements were not extreme nor unfair. They were reasonable and uplifting, reaching to noble heights and worthy of greatness. But somehow this backsliding nation kept turning toward attitudes and behaviors that had been proven over and over to be very self-destructive, as sin always is. Sadly, that same simple sentence is a summary of the life of many a wayward soul. Thou hast fallen by thine iniquity. Not one Israelite could claim in all the adventures from Abraham's gift of Isaac to the sunrise this morning that God had failed one of his promises. Failure, as always, was on the part of unfaithful people. In trying to show this lost sheep the way home, Hosea had nothing to say about taking lambs to the temple to be offered as sacrifices or a self-help program slogans and retraining to improve the morals of the populace. He asked his fellow Israelites to take words to God. Confession is better than sacrifice, more holy than human efforts and reconstructing oneself. Take with you words, he wrote. And what words were they he hoped to see those he loved bring to the Lord? Say unto him, Take away all iniquity. This is not a request for people to list their transgressions one by one. It is an exhortation to take the whole black mass, roll it into one ugly, foul-smelling ball, and drag it up to God's throne. However varied may be the sins that folks have committed, they are in essence all one, for all come from the same root cause. For Israel to escape the penalty sure to come for her willful disobedience, she needed to repent not only of sins in their individual form, but for sin, by which the scripture means the predisposition, the attitude of heart that makes it possible for one to commit the actions of, well, lust, greed, hatred, laziness, other wrongs that are the fruit of that attitude. Hosea asked his countrymen to plead with God that he would take away all iniquity. John pointed to the Lamb of God that take away the sin of the world. The next clause in the verse says, Receive us graciously. Here is the point at which the beauty begins in a penitent heart. When someone is willing to come to the Lord, confess their wrong, ask for pardon, an important part of the prayer is to entreat the Lord to receive us graciously. That hope looks beyond the wrongs committed in the troubled past to the bright, shiny future. 
It is asking God to find the things that are yet good and useful in the mortality of a seeking soul and begin to water and use them in his world. As the old gospel song has it, maybe I can show someone else what I've been through myself on my way back to you. And the final part of repentance is vows. Say unto him, so will we render the calves of our lips. The expression means tongues that have loved to talk about the pleasures of sin will be changed by your divine grace to speaking of the delight of innocence and hearts full of peace and sincerity. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Have you talked to God today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at G-O-D-S-F-I-V-E minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Are you a Christian who likes to read? If not, there's a whole world of Christian publishing out there that you're missing out on. I invite you to check out the Author's Corner podcast where I talk to the latest Christian authors each week about their new book releases and what's coming next. So if you're ready to jumpstart your spiritual growth with the newest books and the authors who write them, check out the Author's Corner podcast with me, Roberta Foster.